and labor warranty, three years complete service and maintenance. There's no one I trust more than Burkhardt. Upgrade this month and save. Visit acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Francesca by Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Francesca is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our pickup window at 515 Harrison Avenue. Or our delivery services, DoorDash, Waiter, or Delivery Nola. Check out our menu today at FrancescaDelis.com. Place your order today at 504-266-2511. Pizza, New Orleans Best Deli Sandwiches, Sides, and Gift Cards are available. That's Francesca by Katie's. Order now at 266-2511. That's 266 266- 2511. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole Cuisine at its finest. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Right now is the time to get thinking about anything you need for your home comfort this year. Hi, Eric Asher. Once again, talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. This month, they're offering incentives to anyone planning ahead. They have discounts on indoor air cleaners to keep your home healthy. And right now, you can save thousands in discounts and rebates on new heating and cooling systems. For home comfort, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhardt. And this month, they'll help you save. Visit acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you.
kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Yeah, you're right. Monday through Friday, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Uh, also, uh, don't forget on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. A lot of folks have those apps on their phones, on their tablets. You can take the uh, show with you anywhere. Also on Nash FM 106.1, our website, again, where we're uh, broadcasting live there. Uh, and then ericasher.com. You can also uh, check out the podcast at your leisure. Uh, we usually post that up about 30 minutes after each program. Uh, Anchor is our home base, but it's on every mod- every major um, podcasting platform out there. If it's not on your favorite podcasting platform, I'd love to know. Drop me a line at eric at ericasher.com. We should have tried to get that on there for you. This week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Mike Dettelier joins us on the program. And it's Thursday, 1 p.m. with our live broadcast on WLAE-TV. Now, again, live streaming on YouTube. You folks that are out and about, uh, maybe you're on your lunch hour, you're at work, you got your tablet or your phone, you want to check it out then, uh, go to the WLAE-TV YouTube page, and you can check it out there. Uh, live streaming every Thursday at 1. 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV every Thursday. Thursday night with a rebroadcast. Rebroadcast 10 p.m. on the Deuce, WLAE-TV2 on Thursday. On Friday night, two chances. Friday night, 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television and uh, 10 o'clock on WLAE-TV2. If you're up late, Saturday, 2 a.m. on WLAE-TV2. Also, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, we got you covered with the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Always at ericasher.com and always on our social media platforms as well, at Eric underscore Asher and also Eric Asher on Facebook. Uh, please, again, check out our show, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Mike Dettelier would join us this week, so it'll be heavy, heavy football uh, on this week's program. Uh, on today's show, Ali Cassell will join us at the bottom of the hour for the bird rights. We'll talk about Pel- the Pelicans last night beating Utah 129 to 124. We'll get into that. Fletcher Mackle will join us at 530, and uh, he's from Channel 6 Sports. We will talk everything with Fletch. We'll talk some college baseball. We'll also talk about what's happening with college basketball, as well as the Pelicans and Saints, all that coming up at 530 uh, with uh, Fletcher Mackle. A uh, lot going on here in the uh, in the city and across the state, as well on uh, in the news and also on the sports world. First of all, uh, Ian Rappaport is reporting the Saints are shopping uh, defensive tackle Malcolm Brown. He's in the final year of his three-year $15 million deal with the Saints. The Saints would fi- save $5 million if they move him. Look, I- I've already, I'm on the record. You don't get rid of good football players. And, you know, again, it's the final year of his deal. Unless they really feel, ultimately, that the youth that's behind him on, on this roster right now, uh, is going to be able to come in and play as well. And, of course, that's Malcolm Roach and Shai Tuttle. Uh, then uh, I would say, you know, you need to try to bring Malcolm Brown back. And, look, let me say this. Uh, when Malcolm Brown has been in the lineup against the run, it's one of the reasons why the Saints were one of the better teams against the run in the NFL this year. Uh, you also got a situation with Sheldon Rankins right now, uh, who, again, is not the nose tackle, but is, is that under tackle, that defensive tackle. And, uh of course, he's an unrestricted free agent. 
Uh, he's had, he's been often injured. Uh, you know, the beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Is a possibility? Again, once he hits the open market, there'll be a team out there that'll take a look at what he did when he was healthy, when, again, he was a dominant player for the New Orleans Saints, and, and maybe take a flyer on him. The hope is that, at least from the Saints' standpoint, a Saints fan standpoint, that he doesn't get a lot of play on the open market, and he comes back for, again, a cap-friendly deal with the Saints. To me, Malcolm Brown is a guy that if you really want him, you try to extend him, okay? Extend him, and you and you put some dummy years in that contract. Uh, you make that uh, you make ne- this year and next year's uh, cap number very very low, and and you go from there. You don't want to lose a good football player like uh, Malcolm Brown, just like you don't want to lose a good football player like Sheldon Rankins. But at least with Sheldon Rankins, you have David Onyemata. Uh, well, again, right now, Shy Tuttle's look good, Malcolm Roaches look good, but can they sustain that? Um, that's that's the big question going forward with the Saints. As far as the the, the Pelicans go, last night. Uh, great, great game by the Pels. Uh, and uh, when I when I look at this team, look, it's it, it's hard to pin them down. What, what you're hoping for is that again, the next two games, that they're they're going to win the next two games going into the All Star break. Uh, Pels again beat Utah 129 to 124. They're now 15 and 19. It's one of the best performances of the seasons. Uh, when you talk about again beating one of the NBA's top teams. Here's the difference. They played defense. They played defense uh, against a team that has been shooting light out, lights out from three-point land. Uh, also doesn't hurt when you outscore your opponent 40-24 to 24 in the third quarter. Another big third quarter for the Pels. And the Pels' new big three were absolutely terrific. And, yeah, I said big three because I started mentioning this a couple of weeks ago about Lonzo Ball and, and, and the change in his game. Uh, not, not just the ability to, again, the confidence to knock down the three-point shot, which we're seeing on more of a consistent basis, but also, again, uh, the turnovers are down. Uh, he's not making the, the, the silly mistakes that we saw last season. Uh, he's being a more physical player, uh, where, again, he's willing to take the ball into the paint. He's willing to rebound. Defensively, you see, again, uh, he's putting the effort out on the defensive end. Uh, so, again, we talked a lot about Lonzo Ball and, and of course, how he's making it gonna very, very difficult on uh, – on Griff, if ultimately Griff is trying to move him. Uh, because, again, as, as we've been talking about since the beginning of the season, he has a qualifying offer for next year because the Pelicans decided not to pick up that fifth-year option. That gives the Pelicans the right of first refusal on any contract that he signs. Uh, but with the trading deadline coming up in, in uh, on March the 25th, Pelicans are going to have to make a decision on him. Okay, just like they have to make a decision on J.J. Redick and, and maybe possibly on Eric Bledsoe, who's, again, played well the last game or so. Zion last night, 26 points, 10 rebounds, five and five assists. Brandon Ingram, 26, re, 26 points, four rebounds, five assists. Zoe last night, 23 points, seven rebounds, eight assists. J.J. Redick also had 17 points. The Pels had 74 points in the paint. Uh, they continued to attack the rim. They were seven for 11 from three-point land, and that, again, look, that is a far cry from what we saw last year, right, where they were just throwing up 33s a game. And, 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 again, not hitting the broadside of a barn most of the time. Uh, they were 7 for 11 at three-point land. They dished out 27 assists on the game, only turning the ball over 13 times. Now, you'd like to see that in single digits if you could, but that's asking a lot. But, again, from where this team was, in some cases, 20 turnovers, 15, 18, 19 turnovers a game, 13 turnovers for the Pels last night. I thought it was one of the most complete games of the season. Uh, but the Pels did let Utah back in the game uh, in the fourth quarter. They had to hold on uh, at the end, but again, that's something that's been plaguing this, this young team for a while now, the inability to close out games. They closed it out against Utah last night. 
Now they'll take on Chicago tomorrow in the Smoothie King Center. Chicago's playing pretty good ball. All of a sudden, Miami's kind of caught fire as well. They'll be in on Thursday. And then, of course, that is the last two games before the All-Star break. Uh, so you like what you're seeing right now out of the Pelicans kind of coming together, which we knew, again, it was going to take some time. We've talked about it since the beginning of the season. When you look at the situation with the Pelicans, with uh, a brand-new staff coming in, also a new system, uh, the, the changeover within the roster as, as well, and trying to be able to, again, with the majority of the players on this roster, again, uh, under 25, that's a young roster, and, it's, and it was going to take some time. And it's been frustrating at times to the point, look, there have been times I've, I've been behind this mic and saying, look, let's blow it up because it just doesn't seem like it's working. The biggest problem continues to be on the defensive end. And my, my mind has not changed there. Uh, again, this I mentioned it yesterday on the program. Uh, you, uh, because of the way the, the, uh, the NBA is now with players coming out of college after one season, in some cases not even going to college, maybe going off to, off to, um, to Europe for a year or maybe playing in the CBA, uh, you don't get that three years of, of again, uh, of teaching, teaching, again, the fundamentals of the game, teaching defense. And that's, that's the biggest, to me, that's the biggest uh, issue with, again, these players, the one-and-doneers coming in. And soon it's going gonna, it's gonna to be – Coming right right in as an 18-year-old, right? So you have to learn on the job in the NBA. The NBA has to teach you how to play defense in, in a league that is, is pretty much defenseless. But again, in order to win in the playoffs, you have to play defense. We're starting again. This is going to take some time, probably this season, into the offseason, working on, again, defensive techniques, learning how to play defense with these young players. They have the luxury of having guys that stay three and four years now so that when they come into the, uh, into the pros, they're more refined player. They, they can do more than just maybe, again, shoot a jumper or, again, attack the rim. But we're seeing flashes of defense every now and then uh, with this team. At times, we see, again, players that are just lost on the defensive end. That, to me, is going to be the biggest issue in the second half of the season. Can this team, as teams start to lock down, trying to be able to make a playoff run and then getting into the into maybe the playing tournament, or you know, God, can, can we can, can we dream and say they'd be a sixth seed? And not have to do that. I mean, that's a dream at this point. But they're playing better, and you're seeing these young players start to play together. And look, you also see, and it's something we talked about a few weeks back on this program. You know, again, you got to have a team that gets that, that gets along, that likes each other, that that, that, that truly uh, again enjoys being around each other. You see it. You see again, especially this young core. They like being around each other. I mean, case in point, last night on on the floor, Brandon Ingram and, and Lonzo Ball embracing each other after a play coming off on a timeout. Now it's easy again when you're winning. That makes you feel good and everything else. But you also got to be in a situation where if you have a team that this team has to be able to get along. And it looks like, again, these young players are getting along, that there's, a, there's a, a genuine care for each other. And it's something that Griffin said going into the season, that he felt like, again, the, the players like each other. They, they enjoy being around each other. And that's, that's one of the keys. Look, we see it with the Saints, right? I mean, rarely do you see anybody in that locker room talk about a, a toxic situation within the Saints. Uh, does everyone get along? Probably not every day all the time because you have, again, so many personalities in a locker room. But in this case... These young players seem to be, again, enjoying playing with each other. The hope is they can continue to get better together. Because I'm going to tell you right now, the way Lonzo Ball is playing, I don't know if I'd want to move him now. I felt totally different three weeks ago. But, again, he's done what he needed to do. And I talked about this two weeks ago. 
The one did the difference with Lonzo Ball that we're seeing right now is again that, that a lot of us didn't really uh, uh, didn't really know coming into this situation, because all we heard of well, again was was about was his dad squawking out in Los Angeles, uh, and that was one of the fears of him coming to New Orleans that again he was going to be meddling, uh, in in Zo, uh, being in New Orleans that has not happened. We thought that again that maybe again that that, that would be a distraction with, with Lonzo Ball here and his dad that has not happened. But now we're seeing a situation where Lonzo Ball is getting better, and he's coachable, and that's the main thing. And I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. When you see a kid that goes in into into the lab and and works on his game, and and again changes his shot like he has, uh, and and done and do the little things that you need to be an NBA player. The great ones work on the things that they can't do well, or again they find a part of their game that they need to work on. In, 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 and continue to be able to work on the strong suits of their games. We've seen it throughout time. Lonzo Ball, Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, all three of those guys have done that since they've been here in New Orleans. And that's a, that's a telling sign when you start talking about players that are coachable. Coachable. A lot of players get to get to the league, they don't feel like, again, they can be coached. They think they know it all. They think they're a superstar coming in. Not the case for this, for this, um, this big three. Hopefully that will continue because you still got some young players on this team. Uh, when, you, when you look on, on that bench with Nikhil Alexander-Walker, uh, obviously, again, when you start talking about um, uh, Lewis, who's come in now uh, as, as a young player, uh, you go right down the line with, with Jackson Hayes. All these players, again, you hope can grow together. We'll see how it kind of works out. Uh, but Zoe is making it very, very difficult on this team right now in terms of, again, possibly moving him uh, because of the, the way he's played and because he's been so coachable as well. No doubt about that. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. Uh, we'll continue the conversation. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Ooh, man, I tell you what, that weather changed on it, did it? I mean, air conditioning over the weekend, you need the heater right now. Uh, if your heater is not working, and I, I told you this before, folks, you call, they answer the phone. Uh, I had an issue with my air conditioning system over the weekend. A capacitor went out on, on, my, on my amount of heat pump. Burkhardt, I had to call them at 5.30 on a Saturday afternoon. They were there within a couple of hours, got me up and running, air conditioning up and running. They could do that for you, too. You got a problem with the heater, it's not working, call them right now. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Nate certified technician, the highest certification in the industry, but truly a company can trust. They go there to do the work that's necessary to be done, not to be able to try to sell you parts you don't need or to sell you a new unit. It's about trustworthiness. That's what Burkhart's about. acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. This report is sponsored by Delsum Cough. You could continuously cough for hours on end, or you could take Delsum Cough. Delsum Cough gives you 12 cough relief hours to help accomplish anything you want. Don't let coughing get in the way of your day. Try Delsum Cough and make the most of the next 12 hours. Visit Delsum, D-E-L-S-Y-M.com. Use as directed. If you travel along the Crescent City Connection on the eastbound side coming into the city, look out for delays from before Chapatulas to the Calliope Street exit. Also delays are steady on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal. And on the 610 on the westbound side, your backups are steady from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And also look out for delays on 10 eastbound from the Almanaster exit to the Dalman exit. I'm Ed Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. 
Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, sports and hot ball crawfish. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Gray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504 504- Three seven three five seven three three. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Ali Cassell will join us after the next break, just after 435. And uh, we'll talk Pels with him. Uh, Fletcher Mackle will join us at 535 this afternoon. We'll talk uh, college baseball, basketball, and all Pelicans and Saints uh, with him. Uh, in the second hour, we're going to open up talking a little bit about uh, the, the changes uh, for the state when it comes to um, moving into Phase 3. The governor has announced today that, again, the state will move into Phase 3 st- starting tomorrow and it lasts for 28 days. I'll give you the specifics on that when we open up the 5 o'clock hour. Also, again, uh, yeah, I'm coming after Cantrell again. Uh, on a political junket to the to the British Virgin Islands. No, you'll hear me right. In the middle of, a, of again a COVID nineteen shutdown here in New Orleans, uh, and and the mayor is on a on a junket to to the Virgin Islands. Okay, she's going to lay on a beach in the Caribbean. Meanwhile, she tweets from the Caribbean today that the city's going to stay in, in in a modified phase two, despite again having a a, a, a positivity rate of under two percent. So she can go on a on a vacation. But yet again, people in this city are struggling to keep their business open, to be able to feed their families. Now, I'm a little frustrated with the mayor, as I always seem to be. Uh, so uh, you'll get an earful from me in the 5 o'clock hour about, again, her political junket to the Virgin Islands. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! The last two uh, political junkets didn't work out too well. You remember uh, Mitch Landrieu took a political junket to, um, for the Aspen Institute when it was in Colorado when we had the mass flooding right before, again, he was, he was ousted out of office.
And, and then, of course, the, the last two times that, that Latoya Cantrell won on a political junket, one, she went to the Netherlands. That's when the Hard Rock uh, Hotel collapsed. And then, and then the other one before that was, again, another political junket. I believe it was out to, out to San Francisco or out to the West Coast. And, uh, and, and, and uh, we had uh, problems with, um, with, with the flooding in the city. So uh, brace yourself, folks. The mayor's on another political junket. We never know what can happen around here uh, when the voodoo comes out on, again, those political junkets. So stay tuned for that uh, in the second hour. Um, let's talk a little bit about LSU. Uh, the, um, the Tigers take on uh, the Commodores of Vanderbilt tonight, okay? Uh, it's, a, it's a doubleheader on SEC Network. They're supposed to tip off a little bit after 7.30. They've they got to win this game, okay? Uh, they're 0-2 last week. Uh, and, uh, of course, now they went from a team that was a top 30 RPI to a team now that, that's squarely on the bubble. Uh, and, look, this, this Commodore team, they can shoot for three-point land. And much like the Pelicans, LSU's the same way. They just don't defend the three-point line very, very well. Uh, uh, when you talk about Vanderbilt, they got six guys shooting over 36% from three-point range. They're second in the SEC in, 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 uh, in threes made. So, again, LSU is uh, now in a situation where they're in fourth place. They're half a game over Tennessee in, in fourth place. There's one game remaining, as mentioned. Uh, and LSU is trying to lock up a, a top four seed so they can get that double bye uh, in the SEC tournament. Uh, so this is a big game. Big game for the Tigers tonight uh, as, as they take on Vanderbilt. So I'll be interested to see again. Look, I, I can't make heads or tails of them. They are a very, very talented team. There's no doubt about that. Uh, they got talent uh, from top to bottom on the team. Uh, the, the problem is, again, the inconsistency on the defensive end. Um, at, at times, not putting the effort out on the defensive end. And at times, just getting outshot. I mean, we've, we've seen that as well when you start talking about, uh, about the, uh, uh, the, the basketball team. So, you know, hopefully we'll be in a situation where uh, this team will catch fire. We'll start uh, again playing more fundamentally sound basketball, and they can make their they can make a little bit of hay in the tournament. But uh, again, they are much like the Pelicans have been all season long, consistently inconsistent. Uh, right when you think they turn the corner with a couple big wins, and you think that okay, man, they're they're on a roll now. Uh, you know, they end up they end up dropping games to teams that they shouldn't lose to. No different than the Pelicans. You get excited about, the, again, the Pelicans beating a, a Utah team and a Milwaukee team, and, and, then, and then they drop teams to the dregs of the NBA. So the inconsistency is with plaguing both LSU's basketball team and the Pelicans all season long. No doubt about that. Hey, don't forget about my friends over Dave Miet Insurance. And, uh, look, it's always time for an insurance checkup, isn't it? I mean, you want to make sure that, again, you have the right insurance, the proper insurance, whether it's for your business whether or it's for your home. Uh, you don't want to get caught in a situation where you're underinsured. Uh, and at my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance, they'll give you that insurance checkup to make sure you have sufficient coverage, not just for, for again, the hurricane season, but anytime. Okay, you can call, click, or come in at D-A-V-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S-H-C.com. You give Dave a call directly at 556-0809. Or you can set up a, a meeting in his office on Veterans right next to Shogun. If you're a contractor, professional business owner, maybe a property owner, uh, and you're looking for general liability, professional liability, builder's risk, workman's comp, commercial property, or for automobile coverage for commercial business customers, he's got you covered. Because at Dave Biet Insurance, Dave's going to search over 50 companies to make sure you get the right coverage at the right price. That's what being an independent insurance agent does for you. He's not locked into any one company. 
Call, click, or come in today. That's 556-0809 or D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S agency.com. That's Dave Miet Insurance. Again, I was so impressed with Dave and his staff over Dave Miet Insurance. I moved all of our insurance to Dave Miet Insurance, and I've been happy that I've done done it. Again, always picking up the phone, always there when I, when I have a question about insurance. Uh, again, if you're looking for a company you can trust, looking for somebody that's going to be there when you need them, it is Miet Insurance. That's Dave Miet Insurance, uh, 556-0809. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment. I'll go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more, whether sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms. Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Right now is the time to start thinking about upgrading your AC system this year. Hi, Eric Asher. Once again, talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. This month, they're offering huge savings on a new AC and heating system. You'll get a free ultraviolet air purifier, a high-efficiency air filter, 10 years parts and labor warranty, three years complete service and maintenance. There's no one I trust more than Burkhardt. Upgrade this month and save. Visit acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe and the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Get your fix for the food you're craving. Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant's full menu is available for takeout or delivery. Whether it's lunch, dinner, late night, or all hours in between, simply go to bobbyabears.com and click order online. And in no time, you'll be enjoying your favorite dishes you just can't stop thinking about. So for takeout or delivery, Get your fix for the food you're craving only at BobbyABears.com.
Does learning a language feel like this? No habla espanol. Hablo. It's hablo? Yes. It's hablo. <laughs> Bom dia, like good, good day, good morning, I think. I can say je m'appelle David, but that's probably it. When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. This year is my year to get fluent in Spanish, and Babbel is definitely going to help me do that. The app is so easy to use, and it's so practical. It helps you learn things that you will actually need. Since my husband is from Guatemala, I'll apply what I've learned in Babbel to our real-life situations. I've tried other language learning apps and nothing really stuck. Babbel's been a complete game-changer for me. Hoy es miércoles y el clima está muy bueno afuera. Estoy con fome. Yo no tomé café de mañana. Je suis des Etats-Unis et du viens tu. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Don't forget, if you're in the market for a generator, think Burkhardt Generator Sales and Service. They got you covered. Single-day installs. That's right. Burkhardt will sit down with you, a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of an automatic standby generator, and they'll, they'll be out to do a single-day install for you. Can't afford to pay it all up front? How about financing available for generators? Also, a new install quality check after one month. If you've got a generator in your home already and you need a company you can trust, it'll be there when you call. Again, 24-7, 365 emergency service, a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. And, yes, the experts that know how to, again, repair that generator. Remember, if you utilize that generator over 100 hours during the last storm season, you got to have it serviced by a pro. How about the professionals at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating? That's acpromise.com. ACPromise.com. Generated sales and service from Burkhardt. That's ACPromise.com. All right, uh, joining us on the program now is Alec Cassell of the Bird Rights. And, you know, sometimes he comes on and we're talking and we're in glowing terms about the Pelicans. And sometimes he comes on and we're ready to trade everybody on the, on the roster. This is, happens to be one of those happy times as the Pelicans get a really big win last night, 129 and 124 over Utah. Uh, the big three, and as I mentioned earlier, yeah, the big three, uh, Zion, B.I., and Zoe all played very, very well, all in double figures. Uh, J.J. Reddy coming in with 17 points as well. Uh, welcome to the show, as always. Alec, always good to have you, my friend. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Eric. And I love that description. You're right. Every week, you're not sure what you're going to get. It's like hot luck with the Pelicans. It really is. Although, I mean, look, it's hard because – you know, they'll go out, and I said this earlier, that they'll beat a Milwaukee team and a team from Utah, two of the better teams in the NBA, and then they come out, and then the dregs of the NBA, they don't show up. And, and, that, and again, if anything, you've got to beat the teams you're supposed to beat to be able to, consider, to, be, able to be a consistent winner. I mean, that's number one. And, uh, you know, but I'm not gonna, I don't want to rain on the parade because they, have, they played really good basketball last night. Uh, well, you know, what was it, 74 points in the paint, uh, the, the, I think 13 turnovers overall. Uh, the, the, I really was, I mean, I was encouraged by what I saw last night. Yeah, you had to be, and especially in the second half, right? In the first half, you were just trying to keep pace with a Utah Jazz team that the Pelicans honestly didn't have any success slowing them down much. I know they won the first quarter, but Bogdanovich was on fire. I remember he made his first four threes, uh, and there were other Jazz that were just really rolling and, you know, the Pelicans gave up 11 first-half threes to the Jazz. And so you felt like it was almost going to be a repeat of what we had seen on their road trip in uh, January where they lost both games in Utah. They changed that script, Eric. That third quarter was the best 
played third quarter for the Pelicans that I've seen, and pass off to Zion. He scored 15 yep. points, played that smash-mouth basketball. The other Pelicans, you know, stepped up. Lonzo Ball had a great game. But defensively, I liked what they did in that they got Utah out of their rhythm. You know, in the first half, I noticed that the ball movement was there. They kept on finding those open shooters. That evaporated. I saw Jordan Clarkson, Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, all just trying to create their own shot. And more often than not, they were stepping inside the three-point line. So Pelicans, they forced them off the three-point line. So like I said, best, best second half I think we've seen, but especially that third quarter. Eric, biggest win of the season. I think it's much bigger than even that Boston Celtics win where they came back from 24 points down. 40 to 24 in the third quarter. They outscored the um, uh, they outscored Utah. Uh, and, and I thought at times they played really good defense. Look, I, I talked about this early in the week. It, it's difficult for an NBA coach now. Because you got kids that are doing a one and done, or they're going to the they're they're going to the G League, or, or, or they're 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 heading over to overseas and getting one year in, so they can get into the NBA. We know soon you'll be able to go directly from college. If you're not in a in a, in a in a setting with an NCAA team where you get two or three years to be able to learn the finer points of the game, learn how to play defense again, uh, again refine your game. You're coming into into the NBA as an incomplete player, and when you have a team like the Pelicans that are so young. Uh, you don't have a and, and may, again maybe the forte of that particular player is, is not defense a defensive player. They're kind of learning how to play defense on the fly here, and it's going to take some time. Uh, but it's it never again. It still is very very frustrating to see them on defensive rotations at time playing man to man defense. The one thing I can say, I'm seeing more effort on the defensive end than I've consistently than I have in the past. Without a doubt, Eric, that is the biggest noticeable. Um characteristics of, of the defense from, you know, the first six weeks to now. Lonzo Ball was probably the only decent defender and maybe Josh Hart first six weeks. Eric Bledsoe, you know, he wasn't giving any effort. He wasn't running back. Zion Williamson was lost. Brandon Ingram was lost. You know, and I should say Stephen Adams too. But now you're right. You're seeing them chase around screens better, close out better. There's not as many breakdowns to where guy, you know, the opponents are getting wide open layups putting him on the free throw line incessantly. No, the team, I feel like the team has stepped up a notch from there. So I'm glad, Eric, you're mentioning the youth of the roster because people got to understand it's not just you come in with an incomplete game. I also think, like, look, for instance, you know, Zion, right, came in with no defense. But with Brandon Ingram, he's learning how to be a closer and play defense. Lonzo, he came in without the requisite confidence. And I think now we're beginning to see some of that. We saw glimpses of it last year. So, with a young team, there's a lot of different things that need time for development. And, yeah, the defense is just one of them. They, to, to be successful, you have to be able to rely on one another and act as a unit. Pelicans aren't doing that more oftentimes than not. The teams that are, not surprisingly, the Utah Jazz, Lakers, they have mm-hmm. that veteran experience along with good defenders, right? So I feel like the Pelicans don't have really either of them, at least not yet. Let's talk about Lonzo Ball. We, we've discussed him over the last maybe three weeks or so on, in our conversations. He's making it very, very difficult on, on Griff to be able to move him. Look, one thing I noticed, and, and look, I talked about it a little bit last week, coachable. Okay, when a guy goes in and he humbles himself and he sits down with his coaches and he reworks his shot, that tells you something about the kid. It also tells you something about, about, about again, his work ethic because the great ones work on, on the things they don't do well in the offseason. Uh, they're willing to be coachable. That's the first thing. I mean, a lot of kids coming out of college, they think they know it all. They don't need to be coached. This kid is coachable. 
Uh, you see the love between the players on the team. And Griff talked about that in, in, in the offseason coming in. We saw it last night, an embrace between Zoe and Brandon Ingram on the court. These players get along. There was a question asked last night, I think, by, by, by one of the reporters uh, to, uh, to Lonzo about wanting to be here in New Orleans. And, and, of course, I guess to his teammates as well about uh, keeping this group together. Uh, they got a decision to make. March 25th is the trading deadline. They did not extend him and pick up his fifth option. So, again, there's a there's an option year next year with a qualifying offer of $14 million. More than likely, if you're going to keep him, you're going to want to extend him. What do you think happens now because he's playing so well and it appears that he's turned the corner as a player? I think he's going to be retained by this Pelicans front office. And I, in fact, don't think it's a difficult decision. I think it was difficult, say, maybe a month ago, three weeks ago to where he was showing glimpses, but is he really impacting winning? Is he really turning a corner? I think he's honestly answered all of that. You know, Eric, since his knee injury, you know, and it's over a big stretch, 22 games, and considering Mm -hmm. the Pelicans haven't yet played 36, it's a substantial sample size to where everything is there. He's given you the points, the rebounds, the assists, the steals. The turnovers have vanished. And, and of course, he's shooting the ball well. You see it from everywhere, not just the three-point line, which is incredible. He's, He's really one of the best three-point shooters now over the last six weeks. But he's shooting over 80% from the free-throw line. He's now attacking the rim. And I don't think we've seen as an aggressive of a game in, in transition and attacking the rim as we did last night. So everything's still pointing upwards with him. So honestly, I think he's now made it easy for Griffin, that he can see how he now fits alongside Zion and Brandon Ingram. And so I fully expect him to be retained. And the rumors I'm hearing, Eric, no longer are the Pelicans shopping him. It hasn't been like that probably for a week, maybe up to two now. I think all that is bygones. So they're going to, you know, next step, of course, is figuring out that contract, how much you're going to sign for. Mm-hmm. That's up in the air. But I truly do think he's going to be resigned. So he's going to be here for a while. That and, of course, how many years you're going to resign him for. The other player out there that, again, is, 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 uh, has a qualifying offer for next year is Josh Hart. To me, the heart and soul of this team, the glue of this team. You don't let guys like that walk out the door. We've seen, again, what he's been able to do with that second unit. Uh, he's another guy that ultimately they're going to have to make a decision on, and I don't know how you let him walk out the door either. No, and I think, Eric, we've even talked about this on your show. He has that, that it factor in terms of just being able to change the momentum of a game by coming off the bench. Or he could probably fill him as a start. I'm curious to see if that happens, if they happen to move on from Eric Bledsoe. But either way, no. Eric, he, he's got that nonstop motor. He does all the little things without needing to score, without needing the ball in his hands. And, and he is by far and away, to me, one of the most important players on this team, especially off that bench. you got J.J. I know, and you've got young developing guys. But Hart feels like the soul of the team. When they play mm-hmm. well, he's usually always on the court. And he's yes. over there in key minutes especially. So I'm curious. what I'm curious about, Eric, are they going to regret not signing him last summer to, uh, for, for maybe a smaller offer? Because – if he's yes. playing like this, say, from now to the rest of the season, he may get an offer or, or be able to ask for something, say, four years and $50 million, as to where before. I think the Pels probably could have gone for four and maybe around $40 million, maybe even a little bit less, say, the full MLE. Uh, interesting how that plays out. That leads me to my next question. Trading deadline on the 25th. Uh, J.J. Redick has been on the block really since the beginning of the season for the most part. He's starting to heat up a little bit now. You're starting to see a little bit more confidence again with his shot. He's come back a bit. Eric Bledsoe, again, he's hot and cold. You know, some some weeks, some games you want to say, man, you, you know, how can this team live without Bledsoe? Other games you say, you know what, he's, he's, he's holding back some of the younger players because he's taking their minutes. Uh, 
those two guys, to me, I would think would be two, two, two players that would be attractive to teams that, um, uh, that, that, are, that are contenders for a championship. Do you think that either one of those or maybe another player may be moved because they still need help on defense? And I think that's got to be the number one, um, number one factor going forward in terms of trying to get this team to play better defense. In order to do that, you've got to have players that can play defense, and I think that's got to be a priority when you go up to this treading deadline. It is, and I'm still hearing that both, very much so, Bledsoe and Reddick's names are still in the trade rumor mill. So, I, I, without a doubt, J.J. is going to be gone. One way or the other, Eric, he's not going to be here, I'd say, past this month. If the Falcons don't trade him, they're going to end up waiving him. Bledsoe's the interesting one. You know, his $16.9, million, that's owed to him for the rest of the season, uh, plus next year, it's a little bit higher. So he's got basically two, two, two and a half years left, four million guaranteed in his final year. So you're not a trading expiring deal for a player that's honestly on the decline. Um, he's not the same defender or offensive impact that we saw both with the Clippers and especially in Phoenix and even the first couple of years in Milwaukee. So how much do you have to basically ship with him? And then I'm talking about assets to get him off your hands. But I think that's something Griffin really needs to consider, Eric. Not only is he not fitting in with the starting lineup, not only can you really not rely on him um, to give you what really this core needs, I don't like that he's blocking those minutes, just like you said. I think Nikhil's ready. I think he deserves that bigger role. Kyra, too. He, he should be playing a lot more often. You've got to see what you've got in these guys because you're still not that you know, caliber playoff team where you're shooting for actual playoff runs. Now's the time to be looking at all these guys. I don't care how young they are. Now's the time that Stan should be playing them. But if you leave those vets over there, Stan's going to play them, right? He, he's, mm-hmm. We've seen sure. it now. That's lately been a trend. He's now going to eight-man rotation, just solely giving the minutes right to the vets. So I think that is a problem. The development has suddenly completely stopped, and you can't have them for a team that's currently intense in the West. So, Eric, yeah, JJ's going to definitely, one way or the other, get off this roster, but I'm hoping that Griff can find some kind of deal for Bledsoe where it's palatable. You're not going to get a game-changer back for him, but move him off to open that space up for your guys and hopefully add, like you said, maybe a little defense. Give a little assistance to the rest of the roster where you need it. I agree. Ali Cassell, the bird rights with us for a few more minutes. Ali Pels are currently 11th in the West. They're 11 and a half games out of, out of the top spot, but they're, they're two games out of the 10th spot and four games out of the 6th spot, which mean, would mean they wouldn't have to pay in the play-in tournament. A lot of teams to be able to jump over, but we've seen them slowly move up the rankings over the last couple of weeks. I mean, remember, it wasn't too long ago they were in the fifth, they were in fourth, 15th, 14th place, and they moved now up to 11th, slowly but surely. This is a big two-game stretch right here against Chicago and Miami at home leading into the All-Star break. Talk, talk about it. Right, Eric. They've played well at home over their last 22 games. They're 10 and 12, so you're absolutely right. They're moving up in the standings ever so slightly. But here's, here's the thing. After the break, it gets really tough, but you've got to get these games at home, which they've done, like I said, very well. 10 and 7 at home. A ways where they've got to fix things, but Let's wrap up this first half season. You've got to beat the Bulls. You already lost to them in Chicago by letting them make a million threes, and Zach Levine going forward was about 46 points. That can't happen again. You know what you need to shut down with them. You've got to beat a team that's honestly you know, not a real playoff contender in uh, the East, a lesser league. Then my, Miami, that's the tough one, Eric. I wish they had played Miami you know, earlier in the season. I know that they already played once, but gotten all their games early because now they're playing well. You know, they're, I think, on a six-game winning streak. Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler's back. 
Um, they're suddenly right in the heart of the uh, the playoff standings in East. I think they're fourth, fifth, or sixth, somewhere right there. And so this is going to be a tough out. You know, they've got Goran Dragic back. I, I think he's played the last couple of games. So their full lineup is there, Tyler Hero. So for New Orleans to beat them, they're going to have to be on their A game, just like we saw last night against the Jazz. But it, I think it's important. You've got to build some momentum for the second half. You've got to build up on all these good vibes to where all these individual improvements start translating into wins for the team. All right, let's, you know, I, I often, again, uh, hide the lead. And we don't talk enough about him, but, uh, but maybe we should take a second to be able to talk about uh, Zion Williamson and what he has accomplished thus far this season. Uh, again, again, changing uh, what, what he's doing, becoming more of a point forward. You know, we saw San Antonio put up a wall around him. We were expecting that from some team eventually. Again, that didn't happen last night, of course, with Gobert in Utah. Uh, but uh, there are going to be a lot of teams that are going to take uh, – they're going to look and see what, what San Antonio did and going to try to emulate that. He continues to be able to press on. Talk a bit about Zion's game. Here's an easy stat for everybody to realize just how great he is already. And, and, and at such a young age, it, it's incredible. There's only been, Eric, before this year, we're not, we're not sure how it unfolds, but three players that at age 20 average 25 points or more per game. LeBron, Kevin Durant, and Luka. Right now, Zion's at 25.5. So he finishes off the year. He's joining that exclusive list. You've seen, I'm sure people have heard or seen, the comparisons made to past greats to where he's, he's not only scoring the points, but doing it crazy efficiently, right? Hovering around, you know, 55 to 60% from the field almost most nights. You know, very few players have done the numbers that he currently has. And like I said, to do all this before he's got a full season of games under his belt, where he's still learning defense, learning how to, you know, just play opponents. Because you learn as you play in this game, in this league. You saw it last night with Zion. You know, he got to a slow start, I felt like. He was looking a little timid, had a turnover, too. And that's kind of been, I've, I've noticed now, a trend with him to where he seems kind of unsure himself. He'll fumble the ball a little bit. But, boy, when he figures things out, he, he's a handful. Just like I, we, we talked about, had 15 points in that third quarter. Rudy Gobert had no answer. I, it's amazing. The, the two-time defensive player of the year had absolutely no answers, and Zion was going right at him. So Zion is just doing things that we have not seen in a really long time, may never see again in terms of the efficiency, the scoring, and, and, and the decision-making. It, it's so good. The turnovers aren't there like you would expect mm-hmm. for a guy at his size handling the ball as much as he is against NBA competition. He, he's just incredible, Eric. The, 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 the basketball IQ and the court vision is, is the thing that really struck me. Look, I knew he was a physical player. You knew he was going to be able to score around the basket. And, of course, that second jump is phenomenal. But now being put in a position where he's got to handle the ball more and, again, knowing where the players are on the court, understanding, again, how to get him the ball, those are the things that are kind of shocking about his game that I didn't know he had. No, neither, neither did I. And when you watched him in college, you just saw basically an athlete who could do all these things. You saw the occasional pass, usually made smart decisions. But the jump up in level is so, so incredibly much higher here in the NBA to see him you know, now he's, he's almost having five assists a night over the last, you know, month or so. That's mm-hmm. incredible because the turnovers haven't accompanied it. And so you're right. To be able to tr- entrust the offense with a guy that 
was a point guard a long time ago, but not against these elite competition, both at Duke and now here in the NBA, to suddenly just make that seamless transition. It's just incredible. He goes from being a post player under Alvin, needing people to set him up, throw him the passes, mm-hmm. you know, in and around the paint, to now just yes. being handed the ball and creating this seamless, high-efficient offense. is just incredible. Unfortunately, we won't see him in the dunk contest. I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed because I would like to see him. Uh, maybe, again, you'll get a chance to see him next year when there's actually uh, fans in the stands. Uh, but that, that was a little bit disheartening. I thought, I thought he might get out there and, and for the NBA, be able, to be, a, be able to participate. I did too, Erica. And, look, I'm from the, a little bit older generation to where I remember the 80s. And I remember mm-hmm. how, honestly, the slam dunk competition was everything. Sure, the All-Star game was a little more revered. The players took it seriously. But everybody wanted to see the slam dunk competition. Of course, Michael Jordan. I remember the battles with Dominique Wilkins. And Jordan yep. always had his number. But the amount of fanfare was incredible. And since that time, what it's done for players' careers, even though Zion yes. doesn't need the boost in popularity, it's still something I feel like that – you could throw on the resume. Why not go ahead and, and put a bigger stamp on the market because of your talent and your ability? Because later on in his career, he's not going to want to enter in this um, uh, slam dunk competition. Contest. He's yeah. going to be needing to take care of his body more. He, he's going to have a lot more obligations, kind of like LeBron. Well, he's chosen never to do it after he missed his first couple of years of yep. doing in his career. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm, a, I'm upset. So let's hope Zion does do it next year, because if he doesn't do it in the next couple of years, we'll probably never get to see it. We'll be deprived yep. of seeing and having a satisfaction. No doubt about it. At Ali Gassell on, on Twitter, and, of course, the Bird Rights, a fantastic site. Ali, thanks as always for the time. We'll check in with you next week. Absolutely, Eric. Take care. That's Ali Gassell. I'm Eric Ash. We'll be right back. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant so good dave miette insurance is a full service independent insurance agency since 1958 offering auto home life health business and commercial policies serving the east bank west bank north shore south shore and river parishes dave miette insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist call click or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or Dave me at insagency.com. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline in Menory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. 
serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner, fantastic cocktails that will amaze, come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard, and we have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Right now is the time to start thinking about upgrading your AC system this year. Hi, Eric Asher, once again talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. This month, they're offering huge savings on a new AC and heating system. You'll get a free ultraviolet air purifier, a high-efficiency air filter, 10 years parts and labor warranty, three years complete service and maintenance. There's no one I trust more than Burkhardt. Upgrade this month and save. Visit acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell America sent you. Mom, I'm hungry. Popcorn? Mm. We should live stream this. Already am. With this new plan from Walmart Family Mobile, I get 40 gigabytes of high-speed data for under 40 bucks a month. It's a limited-time deal. Ooh, watch out. Loose ball. Whoa. That's double the data with no contract or surprise fees. <gasps> Yay, buzzer beater. All powered by T-Mobile's nationwide network. Makes me feel like I'm a step ahead. Available at Walmart. Double data ends July 31st, 2021. Hotspot does not double. See terms at MyFamilyMobile.com. Walmart Family Mobile. Cleanliness and safety are essential to the success of any business. That's why Cintas has introduced our Total Clean program, a one-of-a-kind service that includes scheduled deliveries of essential cleaning supplies, hygienically cleaned uniforms, and on-site sanitizer and disinfectant services to help eliminate germs. Learn what the Cintas Total Clean program can do for you. Oh, I'm ready! Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. Liberty. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your car insurance with RightTrack, which rewards you for safe driving. As the world's most careful driver, that's perfect. Now applying two pounds of force for acceleration. You really d- 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 turning in 0.3 miles and begin a deceleration. With Liberty Mutual's RightTrack, you could earn up to 30% savings based on how you drive. Sign up at libertymutual.com slash right track. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Discount on participating vehicles, base coverages only. Availability varies. All right, folks, coming up in the second hour, we're going to talk a little bit about Governor Edwards putting the state in phase three. Also, we'll talk about Mayor Cantrell's Virgin Island vacation junket. Uh, and, of course, we'll talk about Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans, all with Fletcher Mackle. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric. 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me. Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com 
acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, 4 to 6 weekdays right here on 106 FM Nash Icon. Also the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1, where you can listen live. You can listen live at ericasher.com. Don't forget about the podcast. It's available for you about 30 minutes after each program to be able to listen at your leisure. If you missed the first hour, you missed a lot of us talking a lot of uh, talk about the Pelicans. Of course, we talked about the LSU basketball team. Also, again, the New Orleans Saints, uh, specifically Lonzo Ball. Uh, and I'll sell the bird rights also joined us in the first hour. In hour number two, we're going to be joined by Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports. He's going to join us a little bit after the after 5.30, and uh, we'll cover the uh, uh, college baseball with him, college basketball. Also, we'll talk about the Saints and Pelicans all coming up at about 5.35. Uh, 260-1061 is the phone number. Also, again, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. This week, Mike Dettelier joins me on the program. 
Thursday, live broadcast 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. Also live streaming on the WLAE YouTube page at 1 p.m. on Thursday. Rebroadcast 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV every Thursday night. Also on the Deuce, WLAE-TV 2, Thursday nights 10 p.m. Friday night, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on WLE, 2 a.m. on the Deuce every Saturday morning, uh, and uh, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, always at ericasher.com, and always on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter and Eric Asher on Facebook. Feel free to give us a follow on Facebook and, and, and also on Twitter. Uh, we'd love to have you aboard. Uh, Ian Rappaport is reporting the Saints are shopping Malcolm Brown. He's in the final year of his three-year deal. Three years, $15 million. The Saints will save, save, 15, uh, save $5 million if, if they move him. I've said this before. I think Malcolm Brown is an intricate, integral part of, again, the run-stopping defense. I would much rather see them extend him and, and, and be able to, to, uh, to keep the, that, that player in, in, in the uh, – in, in the Saints locker room than to be able to move on from Malcolm Brown. Pelicans with a huge win last night over Utah, 129 to 124. Uh, again, a really good game by, uh, uh, by the big three of the Pels. Uh, when you talk about uh, Zion, 26 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists. Brandon Ingram, 26 points, 4 rebounds, uh, 5 assists. Lonzo Ball, 23 points, 7 uh, uh, rebounds, 8 assists. J.J. Redick also came in with uh, 17 points. Uh, they were 7-11 for the three-point line. They had 74 points in the paint. Uh, they had 27 assists while only turning the ball over 13 times. Uh, they did let, the, uh, they let Utah back in the game in the fourth quarter, but you know, overall, again, a, a, a good performance for this team against a very, very good team, one of the best teams in the NBA right now. Pels are now 15-19 and 19 with two more games left before the All-Star break. Uh, they'll take on the uh, Chicago Bulls and the Smoothie King Center tomorrow, and then on Thursday they finish out the first half of the NBA season against the Miami Heat, uh, and then they head to the All-Star break. All-Star game on Sunday. And, uh, by the way, Zion will be participating in the All-Star game but will not be participating in the slam dunk contest. So, uh, again, uh, Looking forward to uh, the next couple games to see where this Pelican team is, if they can sustain the success. But we, we, we open up this, uh, this hour uh, with a little news here in the state and, and also in the city. And Governor Edwards, as expected today, had his news conference at 1 p.m., and he has put the state in Phase 3 starting tomorrow, and it's going to last for the next 28 days. That means restaurants can now operate at 75% indoors. Bars can operate at a 25% capacity unless there's a positivity rate in their parishes, 5% or less, and then the they can, they can have a, the occupancy rate can, can be at, uh, at 50%. Uh, event centers can now operate at a 50% occupancy or 250 patrons. Outdoor events are capped at 50% occupancy, and live music is allowed indoors subject to the fire marshal's rules for operation. Now, I'm not sure what that entails. I'm sure the fire marshal goes in there and makes sure there's social distancing. Uh, you know, I know there's some, some limitations on wind instruments and what they have to do there. Uh, but, again, at least live music is back, right? So now we wait on, on the mayor of New Orleans, and that happened this afternoon. Uh, the city is under 2% in the positivity rate, and I had hoped that the mayor would follow the lead of the governor uh, and not do what she has done since the beginning of the pandemic and have a more restrictive uh, rules here in the city uh, for, for Arlene's Parish. Now, again, she tweeted this out from the, from the Virgin Islands today, that, that, again, the city is going to stay in a modified phase two. Now, this does make no sense, ladies and gentlemen, because the initial reason we were given for the wholesale shutdown of businesses or the reduction in occupancy uh, to remain open is the fear of hospitals being overrun by COVID-19 patients. I mean, do we remember this? 
I mean, isn't this, wasn't this the main reason we were given on why we were shutting the economy down? That, again, the hospitals are going to be overrun, and we were not going to be able to handle the people that, were, again, were going to be going to the hospital with COVID-19. That never happened. Okay, we had the Morial Convention Center that was set up again as a triage unit. We had adjacent triage tents that were never utilized. Okay, but the mayor and the governor continued to keep the the, the economy shut down. No more excuses. Okay, hospitalizations are down. Okay, look at the numbers every single night. Patients on ventilators are down. Deaths are down. The positivity rate is down. The vaccines now. Okay. Uh, and, we're, and I think we're at a million people who have been vaccinated in, in, in the state of Louisiana who had their first or their first and second vaccinations. Uh, we have a big vaccination, um, uh, uh, mass vaccination center uh, starting at the Alario Center. I'm sorry, at the um, at Zephyr Field tomorrow, okay, through Oshner. The, the city's getting ready to start a mass mass. Uh, 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 a, a mass center where they, where they can uh, uh, immunize uh, people from the uh, COVID-19. So we're seeing these vaccination centers come up. The vaccines are now supposed to stop severe cases of COVID-19 and death by COVID-19. That's what the experts are telling us. Yes, you'll still probably be able to get COVID-19, but again, the COVID, but you won't be in the situation where, again, you'll be facing death or severe consequences from the disease. That's what part of the immunization is about, okay? So why the delay and totally open up the economy? I had this conversation yesterday. That, again, the, the government was quick to shut down the economy because of fear of being overrun with COVID-19 patients in the hospitals and death and everything else that we've seen. Again, we've made great strides in the year since, again, uh, the coronavirus reached our, our shores in March of last year. Okay, again, some are saying January, some are saying February, but again, we shut everything down in March, right? But yet again, the government is, is, is not is not quickly, again, reopening the economy. Restaurants and bars, okay, they've taken the brunt of this shutdown. And the ripple effect has, has reached so many businesses that support, again, the hospitality industry. I said this last week. I said it again yesterday. It is time to reopen the economy, reopen businesses. Yes, there's no doubt we should still mask up, okay, and we should still social distance. But the government can't, again, be quick to shut business down last March and then, and then not be quick to reopen those businesses right now that the positivity rate has fallen to the current numbers. The governor's moved us into a, into a, a phase three. The mayor is going to continue to be able to have the, 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 the city in a modified phase two. And she does this, again, in a situation where, again, she shut down the, 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 tourist, uh, the, the tourist and convention business, the meeting business in New Orleans, and now she's on a political junket to the, Bur- the British Virgin Islands. No, you heard me right. She is on a political junket to the British Virgin Islands as part of the Aspen Fellowship. She's expected to return on Saturday. When I read this, I almost fell out of my chair. I really did, folks, because this is ignorance personified. You're in a situation where you've got people that are in this city, that, that, are, that, are, that their businesses are on life support, literally life support because of the, of the decisions that she has made. And she's on a beach in the, British, in, in, the, in the British Virgin Islands? Really? People can't take vacations in this city because they don't have the money to take vacations. But she is on, on a vacation in the British Virgin Islands? I don't want to hear it, 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 that, again, it, it's a leadership conference because leadership and Latoya Cantrell, those two, those two words don't mix. Are you kidding me? And then there's no word on who's footing the bill for the mayor's spring vacation to the Virgin Islands. But I'll say it once again, ladies and gentlemen. 
It's a slap in the face to every business owner and every worker in the hospitality industry who have struggled to stay afloat in the midst of the mayor's strict COVID-19 rules for operation. She should not be taking this junk into the Virgin Islands. I mean, think about it for a second. She's in the Virgin, she's in the Virgin Islands, okay? But yet she shut down every festival, Mardi Gras, and the, and the tourism economy. I mean, you, you, that, that just takes gall. There is no way in the world. I don't Who is advising this woman at the end of the day? Seriously. Who, is it, who, who thought it was a good idea for the mayor to go to the British, British Virgin Islands? Whether they call it a leadership conference or not, it's a political junket. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The mayor's moved the city, the, the state into phase three, and now Orleans Parish business owners and residents are, are now in a situation to be able to wait for the queen to return from her Virgin Island vacation to find out if the city's going to comply with the governor's mandate. No, that didn't happen. She actually used Twitter to be able to let everybody know, we're not changing a thing. You're in a modified phase two, and you better like it. While she si- sips a Mai Tai uh, on the beach in the Virgin Islands. Really? Seriously? I said this in the first hour. These junkets have not been, been kind to New Orleans mayors. If you remember, Landry was on an Aspen junket uh, to, to Colorado when the city flooded out, and he couldn't get back to the city. Remember that? Remember when Cantrell went to the Netherlands on another junket? That's when the Hard Rock, Co- Hard Rock Hotel collapsed. There was another political junket when she went to the West Coast. I think it was Hawaii. I said, I said the um, San Francisco, but it was Hawaii when she went to Hawaii, and, and the city flooded. Okay, so cross your fingers, ladies and gentlemen, enough that happens when, when she's on this junket. But nevertheless, let me just say this. We would all like to get away for a vacation. Are you kidding me? I've been stuck in this house since last March. Okay, there are people that, again, that, that again their, their business on life support. They barely got enough, enough money to be able to feed themselves because guess what? The rent keeps on coming. The mortgage keeps on coming. All the bills keep coming, but they can't open because of the COVID-19 restrictions. You've got people, again, that work in these businesses that, that are going to re- now relying on government assistance to be able to make ends meet. And she's on a junket to the British Virgin Islands? Seriously? We'd all like to have a vacation or have vacationers flock to our city. But most of us cannot, either because of the COVID-19 restrictions or because of lack of income because of COVID-19 restrictions. Absolutely amazing. Cantrell has a lot of, lot of nerve. I'm talking about a lot of nerve to be leaving the city for a beach vacation disguised as a leadership development class. I mean, Cantrell's motto should be, do as I say, not as I do, because that's exactly the way this plays out. I mean, I really thought, I mean, I thought Negan was the worst mayor we ever had in my lifetime. Uh, and that was Trump by Landrew. And not just because Landrew, again, well, didn't know what he was doing. My biggest problem with Mitch Landrew was, that he was born and raised and groomed to be the next mayor of New Orleans. And he came at a time when, again, we were, we were, we were reeling for the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country. And the one thing we knew about him was, again, he grew up in government. He knew how to, how to work the system. He only worked the system for himself. He didn't work the system for the city. He was always looking for the next job. And, and then, we, uh, then, then the, the voters voted in this amateur, an amateur, Okay, who again spent four years on the city council, and that's her resume in government. Other than that, what was she doing? So, okay, she was a political organizer. She worked in she worked in the hospitality industry. Are you kidding me? That's your mayor, and she continues to be able to let the people of this city down. 
You could say, okay, she's done a great job in keeping the positivity rate, but, but at what cost? At the cost of, again, losing our businesses? I mean, she never reached, again, a, a happy medium here where she worked with the businesses to make sure they could stay open and we could try to keep the positivity rate at, at, at a decent level. When it came to Mardi Gras, saying, yeah, we're going to sit down with all the crew captains, we're going to figure out what we're going to do for Mardi Gras, and she turns around and shuts Mardi Gras down. She doesn't work with anybody. Again, it's her way of the highway. But yet she has the nerve, the absolute nerve, to be able to go on a political junket, which is, again, a, a, a beach vacation in the Caribbean? No, I'm absolutely blown away by the audacity of this woman to be able to do this. And, I, and again, I know outrage is dead in the city of New Orleans, and it died a long time ago. But if you can't get outraged by this, I don't know what you'll ever get outraged about. She's in the Virgin Islands on a junket, hanging out on a beach. And what are we doing here in New Orleans? We're, we're again, trying to survive. Trying to survive. No, this is not the time to take a political junket anywhere, much less to a beach in, in the Caribbean. Very, very frustrating. Let's, head, let's grab a quick call before, before we head to break. Let's grab Bobby on a cell. Bobby, how you doing? Hey, Eric, how are you? Um, you know, my ex-girlfriend uh, used to work for a very well-known well, she still works for him, for a very well-known politician. And we would go to Washington Mardi Gras every year. And let me tell you something. I, I've always thought about it when I was there. And you've got all these House members and the, the senators and all these people. Mm-hmm. And they're all on it. They're all they're, they're partying and, you know, for the whole week. And I'm like, and I, I used to ask her, who in the hell's paying for all this? We are. You know, the flights, the flights, the cocktail parties. You know, the the food, I mean, everything. Yep. And, I mean, I would always go, and I'd always have a place to stay. The only thing I would have to pay for would be my flight, but everything else would be would be con blanche. And uh, I used to always say to myself and to her, I, who's paying for all this? That's, if you really want to get mad, I mean, Cantrell was there every year, of course. Um, but if you really want to get mad, you should go to Washington Mardi Gras one year and see that. Oh, it, it's well documented, Bobby. Again, that, that's been a, a, a the, the that's been the, the king of political junkets uh, forever uh, out of Louisiana. Again, it's it's a way to be able to network with with, uh, with again big business people, corporations. Uh, again, those in charge of corporations, of course, other politicians. But you're right. When we end up footing the bill, there's no doubt about that. We end up footing the bill in this case with the mayor. You're in the middle of a pandemic. You're keeping the city shut down, but yet you're going on a political junket to a, to a beach in, in, in the Caribbean. Uh, you know, I, I just don't see, how, again, how that plays. Right. All right, Eric. Appreciate the phone call, Bobby. We take a break. When we come back, we're gonna, um, uh, we'll continue the conversation. Fletcher Mackle is going to join us at 535. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't go anywhere. Marty McFly mornings, the best country for the West Bank all day. And the conversations New Orleans are having every afternoon happens on 1061 Nash Icon and online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Delsum Cough. You could continuously cough for hours on end, or you could take Delsum Cough. Delsum Cough gives you 12 cough relief hours to help accomplish anything you want. Don't let coughing get in the way of your day. Try Delsum Cough and make the most of the next 12 hours. Visit Delsum, D-E-L-S-Y-M.com. Use as directed. If you're coming across the Crescent City Connection on the eastbound side coming into the city, look out for heavy delays from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe exit. Also, if you're traveling along westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, look out for backups from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Chapatula St. Peter's exit. Also, look out for delays on 10 westbound 
from North Claiborne to Canal. Also, if you're traveling along the 610 on the eastbound side, your backups are steady from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. And on the east and on the westbound side, from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And look out for delays on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to Louisa. I'm at Robinson. On the east bank and west bank, from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, sports, and hot ball crawfish. Right now is the time to start thinking about upgrading your AC system this year. Hi, Eric Asher, once again talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. This month, they're offering huge savings on a new AC and heating system. You'll get a free ultraviolet air purifier, a high-efficiency air filter, 10 years parts and labor warranty, three years complete service and maintenance. There's no one I trust more than Burkhardt. Upgrade this month and save. Visit acpromise.com acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Got problems with the heating system. Uh, think Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating. You know, Burkhardt has more than 10,000 customers, and referrals are the number one reason why they've grown their business. They treat their customers like family, and once you're part of the family, you know they're taking care of you. For years, I've heard John Burkhardt talk about trust the foundation of the business. Just ask their customers, and you can do that. Again, all you got to do is, again, go to their website, check out the testimonial page, and uh, realize that, again, Burkhardt, will they be there, be there on time, making sure, again, you, they get the job done right the first time, only doing the work that's necessary. They're not there to gouge you, cheat you, to sell you anything. Uh, if you have a problem with your air conditioning heating system and you need help, call Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Go to acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating, truly a company can trust. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating, acpromise.com. 
Also, before we go to Fletcher Mackle, don't want to uh, don't want to forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline and Metairie. I've been talking about tire siping for a while now. This is one of those days where you wish you had tire siping. Uh, the streets are wet. Uh, again, a lot of slippery, um, a lot, a lot of uh, uh, slippery asphalt out there. Uh, at uh, over at uh, at Southern Tire, uh, they are the uh, tire siping uh, tire siping experts. Uh, tire siping will include will improve traction on wet streets, also improve your gas mileage. And when we get into the dog days of, dog days of summer, it's going to manage your tire heat. What does that mean? That means it's going to extend the life of your tire. Uh, the tire siping again also helps with traction, which again means you're going to be able to stop quicker on wet streets. And of course, everybody wants to improve their gas mileage. How do they do it? State of the art equipment that puts small slices in the tread of your tire, which again extends the life of your tire. If you're in charge of a fleet account, you need to find out about tire siping. It will save you thousands of dollars a year on tires, depending on, again, how big your fleet is. You can only get it at Southern Tire. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 737-1558 is the phone number. Again, you go to, you go to their website, southerntire.com. Check out all the service they provide for their customers. That's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. All right. Uh, yeah, folks, I'm a little bit frustrated with the mayor going on a political junket to, to the British uh, Virgin Islands in the middle of a pandemic when, when the governor is putting us in phase three and she's going to continue to keep the city in phase two. Um, and uh, we'll continue to be able to uh, watch, watch that. Also, I'd mentioned a little bit earlier, mass vaccinations are set this week at the Alario Center, also over at Zephyr Field, the, the Shrine on Airline, and also the, the Convention Center in New Orleans. We'll let you more about, know more about that tomorrow as we go forward. But let's shift back to sports. Joining us in the program from Channel 6 Sports, he joins us each and every week on the program, is Fletcher Mackle. Fletch, how you doing? I am doing well, Eric. Thanks for having me. Always good to have you. Fletch, let's start off with Russell Wilson. Uh, again, uh, when, uh, when, I don't think we got a chance to talk about it last week because it broke later on in the week. Uh, but, of course, uh, Russell Wilson, uh, not asking to be traded, but, again, if ultimately things don't work out in terms of, again, the things he's looking for in Seattle, he, he would be interested in being traded to one of four destinations, one of those destinations, the New Orleans Saints. When you first heard it, what did you think? And then what is your take now? Um, look, I think that this offseason has already been crazy with Matthew Stafford getting down and with um, – Carson Wentz getting dealt. So I certainly think it's already been a little crazy, and I think that we're expecting more. I think Deshaun Watson at some point is going to get traded. So it kind of took me a little bit by surprise because it seemed to escalate quickly in the Pacific Northwest, that they have gone from doing anything, Russell Wilson being you know, part of helping pick the offensive coordinator were the reports that we heard up there, and them wanting to get better, and now all of a sudden – it's kind of back and forth at each other. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Russell Wilson is traded this offseason. I still think they're going to try to figure it out and make it work up in the Pacific Northwest. But it, it didn't, you know, it just kind of surprised me with how quickly it escalated. The four teams surprised me a little bit, too. Not the Saints, because, look, I think Russell Wilson, if he came to New Orleans with Sean Payton, who is a true offensive innovator, and to me, someone who is, fantastic as far as creating a game plan and being one of the more creative offensive minds in, in league history with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson and the weapons that they have here getting away from it. I love Pete Carroll, a defensive old school coach who just wants to ground it and pound it and protect the football. I think Russell Wilson 
would literally explode here. He's so good. And with Peyton, it would be a fantastic match to me um, from a football standpoint. Now, from a personality standpoint and, and things like that, I, I don't know. Um, but I just think the likelihood of it happening, it just seems like how does Seattle let him out of the building? How do the Saints create a package enticing enough? How does any team, Chicago, even Dallas, uh, Las Vegas, how do they create packages enticing enough to get a potential Hall of Fame quarterback in his prime away from a team? I thought it would have been more interesting if Russell Wilson would have had the Jets or the Miami Dolphins on his list because they could probably create packages that would entice Seattle. I mean, if, if Miami wanted to give Tua and, and pick three for Russell Wilson, that's a pretty strong package right off the top. You know, the Jets have picked two, and Sam Darnold, who's from the West Coast, who's a USC guy where Pete Carroll coached once upon a time. Those are enticing packages. When Russell Wilson's four teams per his agent were Chicago, New Orleans, Dallas, and Las Vegas, it just became a little bit less realistic to me. Although I think the Saints could put together a package, but I think it would hurt a little bit to, to have to give up so much to get Russell Wilson. I would love him in New Orleans, and I'm sorry I've been rambling. So no. I would love Russell Wilson in New Orleans. I think it was funny what the mayor did. I, I think that it's great that it was the national talker on Monday and Tuesday. I don't think Russell Wilson plays for the Saints ever, except in people's dreams when they go to bed. I agree with you. I think it may be a 10% chance of it happening. Look, they're going to have to eat $58 million in dead money. They're only $11 million over the cap. It would be very, very difficult. If the Saints were to make a deal, obviously it would have to include veteran players, uh, which again means, again, for a cap-strapped team, they would have to be able to eat cap money because, again, those those bonuses would become due immediately. So, uh, look, I think the Saints could put an attractive package together uh, with some veterans and maybe some draft picks. Uh, but both teams would, would – hurting them in terms of their ability to be able to fit that under the cap, uh, even right now, not knowing what the full cap is going to be. Yeah. So um, I just I think that, like, it's great to talk about right now, but, you know, I, if things start to unfold, and I still think we're going to see some surprise moves here. Look, the Saints have done surprise moves in the past where they've signed guys when we didn't think they had space, like Jarris Bird. Um, they've had to let guys go. I remember also that, that summer or that spring of 13 where they had to kind of purge the roster of veteran players to get under the cap. Um, so I just think that we're going to see a lot of unpredictable things. You know, the report surfaced yesterday that the Saints have made Marcus Williams a priority. Well, what does that yes. mean? And in, in, in what does that mean as far as paying other guys? Are you now going to have to release an Emmanuel Sander? Like, I can't wait to see what they do and how they do it. And talking about it, we could go on all night because the possibilities are, are in the potential of what they're going to do and how they're going to do it are, are kind of endless. You mentioned again that the, there's a report out there saying uh, prioritizing Marcus Williams. Also a, a report out there they're shopping Malcolm Brown. Yeah, I think Malcolm Brown is strictly, you know, we all know is more of a salary dump move. That if they, I think they're trying to maybe do right by the player and get an asset. It kind of reminds me of uh, what happened last year with I'm, – I'm having a loss right now. I can't think of the offensive lineman who got destroyed, the guard, um, who they ended up having to cut after the draft uh, from the University of Kentucky. They signed him from the Detroit Lions. His name is like right on the tip – Larry Warford. Larry Warford last year, if you remember, yep. 
they tried to shop Larry Warford in his salary for any draft pick they could get. And then in the end, they just had to cut Larry Warford after the draft because they couldn't get a draft pick for him. I, I think that Malcolm Brown is a similar type situation. The Saints could either just flat out cut him and save $5 million. I think they would probably all rather send him to a team that would pay his salary and have use and want in the player and also maybe get, say, a fifth or sixth round draft pick back. Um, so I think that's where that comes from, that if they can't get a trade executed for a low-round draft pick, they will certainly have to cut him for salary cap reasons. Um, so I don't think that's a huge surprise. And then I certainly think we're going to see stuff regarding salary restructuring, guys taking signing bonuses to lower their cap hits and flush their cap hits out. Um, I, I still think we're going to see some potential cap casualties. You know, is Quan Alexander a cap casualty with his injury? Mm-hmm. Is sure. Norris Jenkins forced into a pay cut or is he let go? Um, I, I just think it's going to be a very active. Now, where do you rank those on the scale of one to 10? You know, if they trade for Russell Wilson or move up in the draft to get a quarterback, that's certainly going to be more headlines than trading Malcolm Brown for a fifth round draft pick or, you know, reducing Jarris Bird's contract in a, in a forced salary cut. So, but I do think the Saints are going to obviously be very active. I mean, look, Drew Brees reducing his salary $24 million is a huge deal when you start talking about, you know, the offseason as a whole. Yep, no doubt. Let's, let's shift gears and let's talk about college baseball. We're in the infant stage of college baseball. Tulane loses uh, the series to Mississippi State. They were right there with them. LSU, UNO. What, what are your thoughts so far this season on what you've seen? Um, I think LSU looks pretty awesome. Uh, you know, I think we were all worried about their offense. Last year they struggled mightily to hit. Um, their pitching staff is as legit as legit gets. I mean, look. You know, Jaden Hill has electrifying stuff. He's probably going to be a top half of the first round. I guess he could even break into the top ten. But he's going to be a first-round draft pick in the Major League Baseball draft this this summer. Um, you've got a guy like Landon Marceau who's got, you know, great stuff and also has a big league future. Uh, A.J. Labus, I mean, they've got a deep bullpen um, with Fontenot coming in as their closer. Pitching was never a concern. It was more of, how are they going to be offensively? And they are just knocking. Now, look, the competition is an SEC competition. But nonetheless, they are destroying balls right now. And, and they are hitting a ton. If they continue to play like this, you know, they, they're going to be a national seed in the road to Omaha and go through Baton Rouge. Um, as far as UNO, uh, obviously, I, I'm a big Blake Dean guy. Uh, I think they've got a solid team. They took two out of three from UL Monroe. They took two out of three from Southern. I, I hope that they can get maybe into that conversation of getting to a regional. It's been a long time. you got to go back to the 08 season for UNO when Tom Walter was there. But I think that Blake Dean's a good coach, and I hope they can maybe get over the hump this year. Travis Jewett's team was off to a fantastic start last year before COVID. I, I went to some of their games already this year. I was out there opening night when it was freezing cold against UL Lafayette. They're good. I, I mean, I don't know if they're great. But, but, but they're, they're, they're pretty good. Um, Braden Oltoff, their ace pitcher, can beat anybody on a Friday night. Uh, I mean, he's a legit ace. That can, you can roll out there against any team in the country and win. Um, I, I think they hit the ball enough. I, I don't love the bench jockeying, so to say, at Tulane. It, you know, UL's been like that for a long time. Lots of chatter, you know, lots of rah-rah, lots of really getting under the other team's skin. 
it's something that I've never liked as a player. I don't like it covering sports. Um, and Tulane does a lot of it. And, and games get heated. The games against UL were really heated and contentious. The games against Mississippi State were really nasty and heated. Um, and to me, I don't like the way they play, but I do think they're a solid team, even though they lost two out of three against Mississippi State. And the two losses were in walk-off fashion. I still think they're a solid team who's got regional potential, even though the way they play kind of rubs me the wrong way. Fletcher Macklow, Channel 6, is, is our guest. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. We're shifting to basketball. We'll ask Fletcher about the um, college basketball teams and then also, again, the Pelicans, how they're doing as they uh, get ready for the All-Star break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 37 Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Group. Contractors, time of the runaround when you need an insurance quote. At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency. So we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeAtInsAgency.com. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are powerful. You're a warrior who bathes in your enemy's tears. Then you step out of that refreshing tear bath and into a bathrobe that somehow looks good on you. Yeah, you can pull off a robe. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you save money for driving safely with Snapshot from Progressive. Mmm, savings you can use to buy more robes. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. Cleanliness and safety are essential to the success of any business. That's why Cintas has introduced our Total Clean program. 
a one-of-a-kind service that includes scheduled deliveries of essential cleaning supplies, hygienically cleaned uniforms, and on-site sanitizer and disinfectant services to help eliminate germs. Learn what the Cintas Total Clean program can do for you. Oh, I'm ready! Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. Liberty. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your car insurance with RightTrack, which rewards you for safe driving. As the world's most careful driver, that's perfect. Now applying two pounds of force for acceleration. You really up, 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 turning in 0.3 miles and begin a deceleration. With Liberty Mutual's RightTrack, you could earn up to 30% savings based on how you drive. Sign up at libertymutual.com slash right track. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Discount on participating vehicles, base coverages only. Availability varies. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Derek Asher. Fletcher Mackle Channel 6 Sports is our guest. Fletch College basketball winding down. March Madness right around the corner. LSU's got a big game against Vandy tonight. Looks as though, again, uh, UNO, because they've expanded the Southland tournament, may be in the tournament. We know Tulane will be in the tournament as well. I'm talking about their, their uh, conference tournaments. Uh, why don't you talk a little bit, touch on college basketball here in the, here in the state? Um, sure. I don't know if it's worth that much of our time, though, so I'll try to sure. be very quick. It's not that it's not worth that much of our time. Um, look, I, I love Mark Schlesinger. I think that, you know, UNO is a tough situation. Um, they got a great venue. I, I, I remember three years ago when they were in, four years ago now, when they, were, uh, when they got into the tournament for the first time in, in like 21 years. Um, I want to see them have success. They're not having a great season. I, I, I hope they can be a Cinderella in the conference tournament, but I, I wouldn't count on that. Um, Tulane, you know, same type of situation. You know, I remember when Troy Dining got here, he told a lot of us that it was going to take him a long time to figure football out. But coming from northern Iowa that had been to the tournament so many times and had a rich basketball tradition, he'd get basketball right pretty quickly. Well, that hasn't exactly gone to plan. So, um, look, I hope Ron Hunter, you know, can can get it turned around. But I don't think it's worth talking about those teams in – the postseason conversation anytime soon. LSU, I think, is going to get in. I just don't think they're going to get very far. Um, I certainly think two years ago was probably their best chance to make a real run, but they got sidetracked with the Will Wade scandal, and then, look, they just ran into some better teams in Michigan State, a better team in Michigan State. Um, so, yeah, so, look, I like college basketball, but this isn't Tobacco Road. Right. This isn't the Midwest. This isn't the Midwest where the Big Ten has some, some premium programs and basketball is important as football. When we talk college sports here, it's, it's hut hut, and, mm-hmm. and that's it. And basketball is a way, way down the road secondary thing to talk about. So, uh, again, I think LSU will be in, but fill out your brackets accordingly do not have them going very far if you're an LSU graduate yeah I long for the days that used to be when again we could count on three four five teams from Louisiana getting into the NCAA tournament those days seem to be long gone yeah and again look it just it is what it is it's the way it's the reason why the SEC dominates in football we've seen a shift where the top players end up at Bama in LSU mm-hmm. in, in Florida in Georgia um, where the SEC has really become, you know, football mecca for college football, whereas, you know, the Big Ten and in, in the ACC are, are still the dominant forces in, in college basketball. I mean, those are your blue blood programs, you know, yep. your Dukes. And even, even though those programs aren't having stellar seasons this year, those are still your 
premier programs that are going to get your blue chip players like Zion Williamson. Mm-hmm. And so to me, you know, it is what it is that I'm not saying LSU can't be good in basketball, but I don't know about the days of Louisiana ever having, you know, three, four, five teams in the tournament in one year happening again. Let's shift gears to the Pels. They beat Utah last night, 121-124. They're 15-19 and 19 now. I thought it was one of the better performances of the season. Uh, the big talker now has been Lonzo Ball and what he's done over the last month or so, making it very difficult for Griff if he want, if, if, uh, not, not to trade him because I think it'll be more trade partners, but again, to, to be able to uh, uh, make that decision on whether they're going to hold on to him. I, I've been uh, at times a critic, at times, again, throwing bouquets at him. I think it's going to be tough to move away from him now. I'd love to get your take. Yeah, again, it's just one of those polarizing, perplexing topics regarding a player. I agree with you. I, the way he's played lately, I mean, the last month, he's been one of the best guards offensively in the NBA. Defensively, I still think he's a little overrated because we've seen some guys have some massive games that he's guarding. But I think he's a solid defender, not as bad as when Luka dropped 46 on him or Dame Lillard dropped 43 on him, but, you know, not quite Drew Holiday when, when Holiday was in peak form. But offensively, man, oh, man. I mean, he's shooting like 46% from three-point range over the last six weeks. Uh, he really has become – that's why the Pelicans' offense in February was the best offensive basketball in the NBA. So he's still only 23 years old. I just don't know, though, because, look, last year, right around the same time, right before the league shut down, Lonzo yep. was doing the same thing. He was awesome. Then when the league resumed in the bubble, he was just awful. And so and when this season started – in the preseason, he was awesome. Then the season started, and it's like, woof, he was terrible. I mean, he fell out of the rotation. He was losing minutes to, to Kyra Lewis and, and Nikhil Alexander-Walker, and I was one of the people who was saying, just get rid of him and play the young guys. But now the last six weeks, he's been fantastic. Look, Zion is a force of nature who's going to be, to me, a star in this league for a long time, barring serious injury, and I hope that doesn't happen. Brandon Ingram is an all-star level player who I think is going to be a really elite scorer for a long time. Is Lonzo Ball the third star? And I just don't know. And it's such a crazy situation because I think that his teammates like him and Stan Van Gundy, you know, has found a way to utilize him that works. Do you trade him now? Do you wait and see what – I think what they're going to end up doing is finishing the year with Lonzo Ball, let him go into restricted free agency, and then if somebody signs him to a mega deal, then the Pelicans have to decide, do we match it or do we work with that team on a sign-and-trade to get some type of assets back in return? And I think that's probably the way they go, which is the, the smart way to go. But, again, if somebody blows you away with an offer at the deadline and you're still uncertain about Lonzo being part of your future – I just it's a tough question. It's going to be one of those topics we go back and forth with because he has been so ridiculously inconsistent. He's been so bad at times, but he's been so, so good at times. Um, you know, Schmidt Duel with Bourbon Street Shots wrote a great article, and it's, it's really it lays it out for you. Teams that have invested in guys and seen it through and seen them get better, and then teams that have, have, have given players money based on a month here, a month there, and it blows up in their face. And so it's a really difficult decision because he, he probably deserves to get paid, but what and from whom? And again, it's kind of a roll of the dice. 
Are you investing in somebody that's ascending or are you investing somebody that is full gold, so to say, that's never going to play consistently as well as he has the last six weeks? Yeah, no doubt. And, of course, look, uh, again, you'd like to be able to keep a young core together, but it's got to be able to work. Uh, when you look at the Pelicans right now, 10th in terms of salary. Um, uh, I do think they're going to be sellers at the deadline. It'll be interesting to see how that kind of plays out. J.J. JJ and Bledsoe look like the obvious guys outside of maybe again. Zoe, your thoughts? Yeah, and again, that, that gets back to this is what I'm stealing here from Schmidt, who, who I'm friends with, and I think does a great job. Sure, the he does. But he had a, a great line where he said, what teams have to realize is, look, the Pelicans aren't good right now. Their record is not good, and they're not a good team. So do you pay Lonzo $20 million a year when you see this team and they're not good? Now, there is something to be said for continuity, growth, and development. But right now, they're not a good team. So do you invest big time to keep that team that's not really good together? And it's, it's a really tough question. Do you invest in them saying the best is yet to come? Continuity, coaching, gelling, figuring it out together is going to make them good. Or do you just trade Lonzo and say, we'd be better off trying to reshuffle the deck around Zion and Ingram with draft picks? And, and with players that we believe in more than feeling forced to overpay mm-hmm. Alonzo Ball. So, again, it's going to be an interesting debate and an interesting topic. And I just – I don't know, to be honest with you. I would lean more towards not paying Lonzo and saying let's move on. But, again, David Griffin's going to have a tough decision. I could certainly see them giving him a big deal and keeping him a part of this core if he continues to play this well the rest of the season. But it's going to be – a really interesting debate. And whatever happens, it's going to be polarizing. It's like Taysom Hill. Is he a starting quarterback or not? There's people who will never believe he is. There's people who believe that he could be really good. It's, is Lonzo going to be great or not? And right now we've seen glimpses that he could be. We've seen glimpses that he can't be. But when he gets paid, I think it's still going to be up for debate. There you go. Fletch, as always, thanks so much for joining us uh, on the program. Look forward to having you next week. That, that is Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports. We'll be right back. The TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie, is open during the coronavirus shutdown. The TikTok Cafe is offering our menu by way of curbside-to-go service. Call the TikTok Cafe now at 504-834-6272 and get a round-the-clock burger special. Breakfast or lunch plate. TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie. Place your order now at 834-6272. That's 834-6272. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Right now is the time to start thinking about upgrading your AC system this year. Hi, Eric Asher, once again talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. This month, they're offering huge savings on a new AC and heating system. You'll get a free ultraviolet air purifier, a high-efficiency air filter, 10 years parts and labor warranty, three years complete service and maintenance. There's no one I trust more than Burkhardt. Upgrade this month and save. Visit acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery NOLA. 
our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere. Check out our world-famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order. Curbside service is at Katie's at 3701 Iberville. Gift cards are available. Keep our staff employed. Order now at 488-6582. That's Katie's, 488-6582. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory, open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504 504- 4737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get up to a $15 gift card after mail-in rebate when you purchase select Superstart batteries. With the power and capacity your vehicle demands, Superstart batteries are designed for lasting performance and consistent starts. Turn the key with confidence with Superstart batteries only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 right. Auto Parts. I absolutely love my dog, but the constant shedding, not so much. But then I got a Swiffer Sweeper pet kit, and it is amazing. These super thick cloths pick up a crazy amount of hair. Just look at all that. And that was from just one swipe. And the best part? Sweeper's so much easier to maneuver than a broom or a vacuum, easily getting around chairs and under the couch. You're right. Now I can focus on you, not your shedding. Swiffer Sweeper Pet Kit. Because shed happens. Food's so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine ravioli stuffed with jalapeno and three types of cheese, fried, then smothered in a homemade Alfredo sauce. Only at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine, topped with cheddar cheese, then smothered in a spicy crawfish and mushroom cream sauce. And that's just the fries. Only at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for joining us. I want to thank Ali Gassell and also Fletcher Mack for joining us on the program. All of our fantastic sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. We would appreciate you guys continuing to support those great sponsors. Uh, the podcast this program will be up shortly after uh, the show ends, so check out the podcast and all your favorite uh, podcasting platforms. And up next is Jude Young with All Access. Keep it locked and loaded right here on 106.1 FM. Thanks to Rudy back at studio. Thanks for listening. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go.